Welcome everybody to this midweek check-in of the Game Changer podcast. My name is Michelle Dutro. I am your host, and we are going to deviate just a little bit from my last several Thursday episodes, meaning that my last Thursday have been, you know, a bit of excitability or rants or who knows what that has had my fire all kinds of lit up. But this week is a little bit different as it relates to probably my energy that's going to come through the airwaves. And here's how I mean that. You know, every once in a while, when you take a step back and really reflect on the gratitude for the people that you have in your life, it is no mistake that the last couple of Monday interviews that I've had, as well as the Monday that is coming up that you're getting ready to hear that is on relationships and the value of relationships and not only how to make them, but how to cultivate them. In the past couple of Mondays, you know that I have interviewed people talking about what it means to truly celebrate uh, wins and successes and to surround yourself with people who are willing to do that for you and people that you are willing to do that for. That said, I am blessed beyond measure that tomorrow night, which by the time this airs will be last night, meaning Wednesday night, I am having five of some amazing fantastic, unbelievable women come over to my house for what I consider a Knights of the Round Table book review for me. So I haven't mentioned this much, but I am getting very close to getting my book finished. It's on decision-making. And so before this goes to an editor or goes any further, I wanted to vet this out to some people that are very close to me to make sure that I haven't missed anything, to bounce any ideas off of, and people whose opinion I trust dearly. So that said, it got me to thinking about what it is to surround yourself with people that you hold in close court. Now, I don't use that term loosely because it is a term from the Knights of the Round Table. When I moved here, thankfully, there was a very large dining room area which allowed me to buy what I have always wanted to buy, which was a very big, large, round dining room table. It seats six chairs, and when I look at it, it is my Knights of the Round Table. It's what I've always wanted. It's what I've always envisioned. It's what I always vision in my mind of who I'm talking to when I have a difficult decision to make or I feel like I'm in a crossroads and need some advice from truly what I would consider trusted advisors. We're going to get to that here in a second. If you're not quite there, I'm going to tell you where I started and where I am now. So with that, as I was thinking about this podcast episode and what I wanted to talk about, I really did want to make it about what the Knights of the Round Table is and what that means. So I'm going to read to you, this is straight from the charge given to the Knights by King Arthur. Now, the Knights of the Round Table, I think most people only know Sir Lancelot. Uh, the other 11, because there were 12 of them. Uh, I'm not going to go through and list their names, but you know, they aren't as nearly as famous as what Sir Lancelot is. But let's take a look at that name, just even that name, the name given Sir or Knight. By female translation, which I spent a great deal of time researching before this podcast, there's a couple of different opinions, if you will, circulating around this topic. One is that a female still can be called Knight, a female can actually still be called Sir. If you have uh, watched or are a fan of Game of Thrones, you have seen that show up, in fact, in that series. And that is not inaccurate. 
There's also more common terms, if you will, um, more directly translated, knight to dame. So I think we know that there are a couple of people that maybe we have heard of in um, Hollywood, in fact, one of which being Dame Helen Murren. So the, the title bequeathed by Queen Elizabeth can be that of Dame. It can also be that the title of Lady. So I really have struggled on the masculine feminine title between the two. So for the purpose of this later on in this episode, I'm going to refer to my knights of my round table as ladies. They are that to me. They are warriors. They are valiant. They are heroic by every measure. So that said, I want to read to you one paragraph from this charge given by King Arthur to his knights of the round table. I'm going to read through this once. It's from Old English, so let's understand it's a long time ago. So we're going to break this down a little bit. And as I'm reading this, I want you to visualize the people in your life. Think about the people that you surround yourself with and whether or not they measure up to what this standard is for the knights that would ever sit at a round table next to King Arthur. Thou must keep thy word to all and not be feeble of good belief and faith. Right must be defended against might, and distress must be protected. Thou must know good from evil, and thy vain glory of the world, because great pride and babas make great sorrow. Should anyone require ye of any quest, so that it is not to thy shame, thou shouldst fulfill the desire. So now let's break this down a little bit more slowly, especially for those of you out on a hike or doing dishes or eating lunch. No need to take notes. Let's talk about this. Thou must keep thy word to all and not be feeble of good belief and faith. So what are we saying? Mean what you say and say what you mean, right? That should be a requirement. Absolutely. And not be feeble of good belief and faith, meaning be strong in your conviction mean what you say and say what you mean and be convicted in that. Say that with all confidence in the world that you know what you stand for. Absolute requirement. And every one of my ladies at my round table embody every bit of that. Right must be defended against might. So what does that mean? Stand up for what's right. Don't let bullies or anybody get in the way of you standing up for what you know to absolutely be right and true. And distress must be protected. Anybody who does not have a voice, anybody who feels they do not have a voice, stand up for that individual. Stand up for that animal. Stand up for those who need to be protected until they have the strength to protect themselves. Absolutely. Thou must know good from evil. That's pretty straightforward because great pride and babas make great sorrow. You go look up the word babas. Let me tell you, that took me about a half an hour. It means arrogance in old English. Not an easy find, I can assure you. So what this means is thou must know good from evil. Absolutely. And the vein of glory of the world because great pride and babas arrogance make great sorrow. It is very easy for us to get caught up in ego and pride and to be maybe tempted by fame and fortune, great wealth. 
and to leave behind what we know to be true and correct and to stand in our own integrity. And so to find people who truly know the difference between good and evil, who are not going to be caught up in ego, vanity, or arrogance, those are the people you have to surround yourself with. And lastly, should anyone require ye of any quest so that it is not to thy shame, thou shouldst fulfill the desire. Meaning as long as anyone is asking something of you that does not require you to compromise your integrity or what you believe in, be there for them. Show up. All of these requirements, and this is just but one paragraph of the Knights of the Round Table, stop and ask yourself, are the people that I'm surrounding myself with that? Do they show up for me? Do they know good from evil? Do they not have ego and arrogance? Are they not swayed by fame or fortune? Do they truly have faith and belief? Do they keep their word? And most importantly, is all of that describing you? Because there's no way in the world we can ever attract truly what would be the knights or the ladies of the round table if we ourselves are not showing up with that level of honor. I will tell you this, I am blessed beyond measure, like I said, that by the time this airs, it will be last night, I will have had my five amazing individuals, Lady Crystal, Lady Deirdre, Lady Katie, Lady Sonia, Lady Tammy. Each of these ladies are the most amazing human beings and absolutely live up to every bit of that description. For ladies Selena, Erica, Skye, Michelle, Vicky, Hallie, and Madison, my daughters, who absolutely have a place at the Knights of the Round Table, these are my total of 11. I wish for you that you find individuals who support you, who celebrate you, who you support and celebrate back, because that is the definition of why we are all here. Like I said in the very beginning of this episode, Sometimes we find ourselves in a place that we don't have even one knight or lady to be sitting across from. I was there. There have been times in my life where I would have given anything for literally one decent friend. I am blessed beyond measure now, like I said, to have 11 ladies that I am honored to call my friend and who I know sit at my round table every night before I go to bed and send them my best energy and know that it comes right back to me. But if you are not there, here's my encouragement for where to start. Visualize five people so you are sitting at a table of six. And who might they be that you would most want to call on for advice? For me, back in the day, it was God. It was Oprah. It was Albert Einstein, Mother Teresa, and Gandhi. And I thought if I could circulate my questions through each of those individuals, I would come back with some pretty good and unique advice. And when you get in the head of each of those, what would God say to that? Well, what would Oprah say to that? What would Albert Einstein say to that? Gandhi and Mother Teresa. 
And so when you look at different perspectives of what would those people give me for advice, you can start to play out on your mind, well, here's what they might say. And pretty soon, if you come up with your five, your five people that matter to you, living or dead, it doesn't really matter. Pretty soon you start to put out an energy vibe and the people that you start to attract as friends, as mentors, as people that you can go to as trusted advisors start to show up. My hope for you is this week, really think about who those people are sitting at your nights of the round table. What are your standards? at a minimum that you require for them to hold such an honorable seat at your table. And then think how many people hold you in that same light that you would be seated at their round table. I think this is a quest for all of us to live such an honorable life that we would be seated at many different people's round table when asked upon for advice or guidance, help or support, and certainly for celebration. So with that, reach out to those people, call them in. I am blessed and honored beyond measure to have my 11 ladies at the round table. You truly are amazing to me. You make me a better individual for it. So with that, thank you for tuning in as always. I hope you have the most tremendous week. As always, you can find everything on the Inner North Star website. As soon as this book is going to be released and it's getting much closer, that is where you will hear about it first. You can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I look forward to all of your feedback and thoughts. It means the world to me. And until then... Do your best to create your knights and ladies of the round table. It is such an important thing to surround yourself with trusted advisors. With that, thank you so very much. My lords, my ladies, my knights, my dames, thank you for listening to the Game Changer Podcast. Podcast.